0: This program is about bringing up controversial subjects and a series of quests for strange horrors. It feels good. Guidance is internal. We live on a placid island of ignorance in the midst of black seas of infinity. Do not think there are things in this universe which
1: you cannot understand and which are true? It's finally here. The much-talked-about omnibus of government information totaling the entirety of its knowledge on the subject of UAPs, the unidentifieds formerly known as flying objects. This moment comes a full six months after being strong-armed into an appropriations bill by truth-seeking public servants. Speculation on the contents of the report have ranged from talk of disclosure of a vast alien conspiracy to the more mundane foreign adversaries' hypothesis. Regardless, many people thought we were going to learn real truths once the report was revealed. But after all that waiting and speculating and further speculating, the government gave up the goods, and it totaled nine pages. If you were one of those people eagerly awaiting this document dump for six months, if you were one of those people waiting for Uncle Sam to tell you what they had on strange lights in the sky, you were just hoping for something, anything at all, well, you got it. It just ain't much. Welcome to another episode of Far Off Topic. I'm your host, Fiasco Jones. I've said on this podcast many times that I had largely given up on UFOs when I was a teenager. I liked the idea of UFOs. I mean, as much as I liked the idea that monsters might be having picnics in the forest at night while no one was watching. But I didn't put much stock in the idea that it was actually happening. So I missed out on a lot of the lore that grew into what has become modern UFOlogy culture. So to say I had a lot of catching up on when I, like most everyone else, reawoke to news that UFOs might be real after learning the U.S. Navy had been recording things, objects, uh, in the Pacific since 2014, and they had proof. The 2017 New York Times article detailing the Tic Tac UFO incident, along with news of an advanced aerial threat identification program, was a watershed moment. At that moment, I was forced to reassess my preconceived notions of UFO probability. reassess to a point, I should say. Let's say right up to the point of falling down the extraterrestrial hypothesis rabbit hole, but just to the point. For me, it was a call to action that ignited a curiosity for all the stories that preceded this singular revelation. How did we get here? I, I mean, I, I thought this was bullshit. Did I, did I miss something? So I read, and I acquainted myself, in some cases reacquainted myself, with the luminaries on the subject. I watched a, a few documentaries and drifted down a few odd sideways, but always realigned with the subject at hand. Ultimately, I feel like I've come to a point where I get it. No one knows what's going on. But there are people who will tell you they know what's going on. But the truth is, something's going on. I'll start with you, since you're the 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 resident uh, witness. You're the witness to one of these phenomena. What was your thought after you went through the, the 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 document? And I let me preface this, by the way, for anyone who hasn't gone through and and, and probably won't ever read this document, it's nine pages long. Not I even feel like nine full that pages. That was the biggest. It's
2: like six pages long. One's a cover page, right. and two are like
1: appendices. <laughs> exactly one is an appendices of terms. like three, three terms. terms there are four, oh, four. Yeah, there's, there's like four, three or four yeah there's four terms there's <laughs> yeah, four terms yeah. there's yeah. two
0: appendices like, let's be clear there's two appendices yeah. the first one has four terms mm-hmm. and then the second <laughs> one is just like whatever
1: the other one just basically states like what their mission was for this report yeah. and we'll get to that yeah. later uh but yeah it's it's like six pages yeah. <laughs> Like (laughs) You you can read it
2: because here are my thoughts. This is my like actual initial thought was who the fuck wrote this? Because it's so poorly written. It actually, okay, so one of the principles of my job is that we have to write to like a low um, level reader, like our audience. And, you know, Mm -hmm. you can use like MS words to sort of tailor the age, the reading level. So you can assess like how low the the reading level is. This looks like when I read it, I thought this is like clearly the goal is for a not a very accomplished reader because it's it's so poorly written. The fact that it has the word probably throughout it just I don't know, probably just doesn't feel like a very um, I don't know. A, like it just concise Yeah, concise. It just doesn't feel like the right kind of word because it's like probably and then they have ellipses after the word unexplained in one section. I'm like, what the fuck? Like unexplained? Like what the fuck is that? <laughs> it was just bizarre. It was uh yeah, and it says literally nothing. That's the other thing I thought. It was uh basically somebody just wrote this cause it was due. And they're like, hurry, throw something together. And they gave it to an intern and they were like, I've never written anything. And like, Oh, that's fine.
1: It's like, it doesn't <laughs> matter. It's about UFOs. <laughs> and they're like,
2: what? Okay. And then they just drafted this really haphazard thing that says absolutely nothing. It's like, you know, let's just pick some years indiscriminately like 2004 through 2021 like what the fuck happened in 2003 that you guys clearly don't want to like share <laughs> and you know a large deflated balloon is like the only thing they've ever identified
1: oh i was gonna say by the way i feel like I, we have to give credit props to you Tiwi, because it was in I, it, the when the last episodes, I don't know when it was the mylar <laughs> the giant bounce house yes. that flew away uh has been clearly identified as a balloon
2: apparently so. i'm on this team yeah, and then they talk a lot about, well, they actually don't go into any detail, but censors, how 80 were caught by, of 144 reports, 80 were caught by censors. And then they're kind of, yeah, but, like, you know, maybe these censors aren't that great. Yeah, maybe they, like, yeah, I don't know, what are these censors really? It just. Right,
1: they, they hedge. <laughs> they <just kept laughs> the whole hedging. thing is Everyone's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, okay, it's nothing. So, Jax. Jax, what was your? Were, did you have time yeah. you to go over this? Yeah,
0: I, I felt the same way. Like it was, it felt like this, and it, it felt like a, a poorly written book report on like a book that no, that the writer didn't that you didn't read. read?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They,
0: they like read the cliffs notes maybe of the book report, and then was and then was like, "Fuck, I forgot it," and then they <laughs> you know, had to like hammer it out during lunch break. Um, and yeah, they like they They just didn't – it doesn't say anything. I mean, that's what's upsetting. Like, they clearly pose a safety of flight issue and may pose a challenge – like, challenge to U.S. national security. Like, But then they go on to say, uh, the airspace is cluttered. So, I mean, obviously, that's going to be problematic in in any – it just – I don't know. Like, it's such a bunch of bullshit that, like, this is what everybody's been waiting for.
1: Right. I think, and that's the thing is that, like, somewhere along the middle, like, three months in, we got that massive dump from the CIA. I think the Black Vault uh, dumped that several thousands of pages of the CIA's information. And we're thinking, well, if the CIA has so much, this new report better be, (laughs) it should be, like, you know, millions of pages, six you know pages bullet pointed you know lots like, of what? empty
2: space yeah <laughs> <just> right like, <laughs> just, just,
1: just miles and miles of empty space um and it ov- overwhelmingly says nothing it's it's just the it really is like the silence is deafening on this thing because um it's like you know yeah it could be they have the five categories <laughs> And the most of them were, gonna, <laughs> yeah, most of them were going to lump into this catch-all called other, <laughs> which is just like I don't know. I mean, we're just going to leave them in there until until <laughs> I guess science catches up. And that's the thing is, it kind of gets me is that the urgency doesn't seem to exist if these things are threats. Because I see some re- reports out there saying uh, they're real. The things are real, and that they're the, the threats. The 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 DNA DNI thinks they're threats. But at the same time, this report shows like no sense of real strong urgency. It's just like, yeah, yeah, we saw some shit. Um, But, you know, we're just going to keep watching.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's what's frustrating about it is like the others remain unexplained. 144 (laughs) reports originated from government sources of these 80 involved observations with multiple sensors. So it's like so multiple sensors are fucking up. I don't it's just I like want to punch this person in the face.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I go back and forth on that, too, because uh, it's like, okay, is something happening or is there not? Because the reaction does not seem commensurate with this report. I
2: just don't think this report is written by anybody who knows anything. Like, literally, they probably put on a sticky note, like, these little few things, like 144 reports, 80 censors, and then said, hey, write a report, because – the person who wrote this clearly knows nothing. Right. Like, the five categories yeah. are stupid. And there was a section in there that I was like, what the fuck? Like, something about... Um, I should actually be able to quote it. It was only six pages. But it was <laughs> something, like, to <laughs> yeah, the effect of and find it and- uh, most of the thing we... We can say that most of these were in one geograph. Oh, it was a thing about how most of the sightings were on bases, but then it's like they also mentioned that they only are looking at the examples from bases, and they're like, oh, but that could actually just be a sample bias. It's like, you think? Like, obviously, right. if you're right. literally only sampling, that's going to be where the most of your data comes from. Literally all your data comes from. What the fuck is that? That's just... The person just bullshitting. It's just a bunch of bullshit.
1: Yeah. And all along, um, as this like report was coming up, I was always waiting for NASA's response. Because I feel like if you're gonna tease someone up for this project, NASA should be in involved. You know, they should have a say. They're clearly uninterested. Um they're right. working on Mars stuff. Fucking Mars steals the show. Who gives a fuck about Mars? But regardless, they're not interested, and they're not involved. And they don't seem to have again that urgency doesn't seem to be there. That no one's like trying to push their way into the front of the line saying, "I saw that video, holy shit, they're here! I, I'm a believer. Let me get me. Let me get on this study." Um, no, none of that. Just it's just everyone's just kind of like, eh, eh. Even though the report, if you want to call it the six-page summary, uh, says that there is this kind of renewed effort, or suggests that somewhere behind the scenes that there's a renewed effort to start taking these citing seriously, the report itself kind of like allied something different. <laughs> the, 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 like, right. It's like
0: absolutely.
1: So I don't know where to, where to where to, to to go with this. I was going to break it down in a few of the because we kind of like just started pulling it apart piecemeal. But um, I did. There was a few things that stuck out for me that I th- one thing that I thought was just hilarious. Um, it's pretty much a down off. I can't remember what page it is. Page four or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's one of the the boxes. It's like the one of the breakout boxes, and <laughs> on UAP collection challenges. And I thought it was, this was kind of funny because it, it, the first bullet point is. Narratives from aviators in the operational community and analysts from the military and IC describe disparagement associated with observing UAP, reporting it, or attempting to discuss it with their colleagues. These nerds are getting bullied by the jock bro pilots. <laughs> that's what I'm like, I'm like, this is that's kind of a hilarious little uh, little moment where they're like, like I'd like I'd like to tell more, but the, Jimmy keeps hitting me and calling me a nerd.
2: I mean.
0: I mean, I would expect that. That's. I mean, I hate to say it, but like, that's just the way it works. Um, even the, the is it the Tic Tac uh, UFO that was on the Nimitz? That yeah, David Favor. like he was getting bullied. Like he no, was, he
1: wasn't. He was. Uh, he was like a god. One, he was like a captain, so like no one's gonna fuck with him. But like he 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 was kind of prideful. All the stories he told on Joe Rogan, at least, made it seem like he was kind of a superstar. Um, yes, was there was a, an initial. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, because it was like he was expecting people to, like, to talk shit about him, but he experienced a culture that was completely the opposite, where people didn't want to talk about it because they didn't want to look like loons, but people would sidle up to him at the mess hall and say, hey, so, uh, Captain, tell me about the fucking alien, and he'd, t- he'd have this moment where he's like, oh,
0: okay, you pull, pull my arm, or... Huh, I thought, I, I could have sworn that I read something that he was catching a little bit of shit when he landed.
1: Well, th- there's the thing, that that story has been kind of muddled by different narrators, uh, narrators, because there was someone who came, who said, I think it was his, like, I don't know if he was on the flight, or if he was, t- how, how he was associated with it, but there was a guy saying that there were, like, men in black that showed up and stole the hey. tapes, yeah. yeah, and then Favor came back and said, no, that never fucking happened, I don't know what they're fucking talking about, no one gave a shit about this at all, um... And I have a complicated relationship with my thoughts on David Faber because it gets back to this idea of did he see something and or did he not is he making something up for the hype but then he's pulling in three other aviators into his little ruse and that seems fucking absolutely batshit crazy um and no one else and it seems like all those other guys have corroborated what he said what he saw uh, especially in a female pilot I'm not, there's a female pilot and two uh, two other men and uh, they seem to corroborate it but his story also sounds kind of completely made up and bullshit I don't know it's just weird I don't know where to think where to land on all of that
0: yeah well I, I, I guess I get it like being a, a UFO being like someone who is interested in conspiracy theories and that sort of thing I feel like we have to make Sort of caveats every time we tell people, like, yes, I like to talk about this sort of thing, but I, like, I really, I don't believe it. I just think that it's fun. Um, really? So I guess I get the the sentiment, but I don't know. It's it's a fu- it is a that one jumped out at me too. It's a hilarious caveat <laughs> that they have to give right at the top <laughs> of their collection challenges,
1: right? Um, so I, I I just kind of in my head, I just saw that that moment uh in like a, a top gun-esque you know ice man's bullying poor little maverick because he saw something flying over yeah. the pacific um yeah i don't know um why can i ask a question yeah.
0: like why why do you think that they only looked at reports from 2004
2: through 2021
0: uh, yeah 2000 because obviously yeah, yeah, like 2003 has, has something significant it doesn't make any sense like these these are I mean these are seemingly we're dealing with like 50 years plus of well documented reports so like why wouldn't you investigate some of those very well documented reports
1: I'm trying to read through and I thought it was because that's They never say why. They just said "Yeah, we're it just, just going to they, they were collected years. from systems we consider to be reliable is that's it's very arbitrary. I don't know what those systems were. That is were. arbitrary. Um hmm because yeah i don't know i don't know and yeah that's a good question i don't
0: get it like that's that's and then of that you know like we talked about yeah i mean okay let's just say let's see what is that 17 years math is hard yeah um so i mean gathering 144 reports strictly from military sources seems i don't know that seems good that seems like a good amount of reports.
1: And I would say, yeah, 80 – that the 80 that actually involved and were observed with multiple sensors, I also like that. Um, but let's get into the big issue here. What's The big thing that's missing are the details because Appendix B literally is a, a callout for – the word detailed comes up several times. Uh, item A, a detailed analysis of UAP data and intelligence reporting collected or held by the U.S. Naval Intelligence. Uh, two, a detailed analysis of unidentified phenomenon collected by geospatial intelligence, signals intelligence, human intelligence, measurements, and signals yeah. intelligence, and oh on God. and on and on. They're asking for detailed information, and they get a six-page summary. And so I'm wondering – And the summary, of course, then says, yeah, we do have 140 recorded incidents that we think are reliable, 80 of which were were reported with multiple sensors um, and multiple observations. But we don't see any of that in the document. So I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Where's the detail? That's the key. That's the key. And who knows? maybe they are just more of that kind of like fate magazine i saw something in the sky it did this that and the other um and that's all i got and they're like okay but thank can, you like, and put some more details like the descriptions
2: like i mean they mentioned like propulsion and like maneuvering and right An and 18 still. incidents yeah
1: described 20 run reports observed uh, unusual UAP movement patterns or flight characteristics. I want to hear more about that. Why? Yeah. Like, Where what, is that? Yeah. What What other data do you have? Like other than the obs, something I observed it. Because that's what I always thought was the most compelling thing about. Clearly, the 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 three videos, gimbal, go fast, and tic tac, were that uh, you're seeing a video. You're actually seeing some like actual data, you know. Um, and then you saw the, with the. The destroyers incident. Uh, you had, uh, you know, the radar signature. I kind of discount the um, uh, night vision because I, I've seen multiple things about that saying that it's probably that's probably just the, uh, an artifact of someone not focusing to the correct distance and having a, a, a kind of a triangular aperture, um, which kind of flows, or having some kind of something something triangular over the the lens that would create that kind of it sounds of a bokeh. like
2: they already like went through that process so and they should share the sensor data
1: right that's 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 the thing is that like so yes uh, we can hem and haw about like those details um, but they should be included there should be this stuff for people to digest and say, oh shit, this is interesting. And I don't know why that's not even, not even a write up of that is in here. You know, <laughs> like, like so just this characterizing of these incidents. Okay. In incident one, there was a radar signature. There was uh, infrared. There was uh, several eyewitnesses and, you know, like list that, that, that would be compelling in and of itself that they don't have that is maddening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and kind of, I don't know. I get, it's also conspiratorial in my head. Um, but not necessarily in the in the way that I think that the ufologists would go in that they're trying to hide something. I think they it, or they're trying to hide the UFOs. I think that they're trying to do is continue some kind of disinformation campaign um not necessarily directed at the Americans but to muddy up the signals intelligence with you know China and Russia you know we're not, we're not going to tell you what we saw last week because we think that's the russian spy vessel you know flying up there we're still observing it so you know that's what we're going to say because it's, it's most likely foreign foreign you know devices out there they're doing weird shit or like i said before It could just be some weird natural phenomenon that we have yet to understand and comprehend. We can witness it, but we can't really. Like, what's going on? You know, like, why does it look like it's going from mock from zero to mock a a hundred in three seconds?
0: Right. But I mean, I think that that whole, um, like, the American public can't know about this because it'll cause chaos is um, so tired. Like, that's never happened. So. Um
1: in fact the opposite happened. I would say yeah, that the like opposite that the opposite happened. When you don't level with American people like you did with COVID, uh people go nuts and they they do stupid yeah. shit like with the masks, you know? Like with uh, Fauci made the bad call on the masks and now you have anti-maskers. And so it's like and they keep pointing at him saying, "Well, look at him. He said we didn't have to wear masks. Now he says we do." It's like if it had you just simply said, "Yes, wear masks." or or don't i it could just be a scarf you don't need the 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 super high tech ones just cover your fucking face and distance yourself we would have been clear but
0: well yeah yeah i mean i'll push back on that in that americans are very poorly trained in the scientific method and so um being able to shift their focus is um from from a to b is very very difficult so i i don't know i you know, he, he could have said, like, shit in everybody's mouth. And then people would be like, all right, let's shit in everybody's mouth. And he's just kidding. And people would still be, like, shitting in the mouths. So, I don't know. They're just idiots. Which is so, why he
1: should have just said the right thing and said, you know, just said, wear nah, cover your face. Yeah, so, but but They didn't but follow the br-
2: process of epidemiology because of Trump. Because it started during Trump and he kept basically discounting everything that was said. And they didn't do the things, like, you're supposed to... Ex, like be the example, so they should have been wearing masks in all of their press conferences, which they weren't. So it's just it was like,
1: shit I show. mean, he he was trying to stave off a, a run on masks. He That's didn't the want problem. he didn't he didn't want people to panic yeah. and just buy up all the masks, which was kind of like wh- where they were scared of. So that he lied to the American public.
2: Then they should have locked people down, but they wouldn't do. They didn't do all the things they needed to do. Like all the other right. countries, they didn't like do any did of those the things, things that they needed to. Do. <laughs> We're the only country that
1: was just like, "Oh, the fuck we're doing." <laughs> to this day, I'm still wondering what the fuck, actually <laughs> like, what, 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 like, what's safe. I don't know. Are we safe now? I've got vaccinated. I'm good. No, I'm not. Wait, oh. not really.
2: No, but there's, but because capitalists, they want you to go back out there. So, no, it's not safe. But money, right? Yes.
0: <laughs> I, While I we're on the topic, about, well, I, I, am I crazy or are we like really fucked right now? Like, um. Who? the the, the with with the covid like because i feel like everybody's being a, pretty cool with yeah. it
2: yeah everybody's and just accepted it we're in the like acceptance phase like everybody's just like oh fuck it we're just going to all get covid
0: yeah, it's gonna be a weird summer.
1: I, mean, I guess I don't know because that's the thing is like I feel like COVID news has kind of fallen off because now people again are trying to get back to normal. So they're talking about infrastructure bills. They're talking about Biden, you know, and his work with Russia or his his ineffectuality with Russians, and not so much about COVID. Even though I just p- scanned through an article saying that Sydney is going back into lockdown, and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, dude, this uh, shit's bad. <laughs> I
2: don't know, and it's like growing exponentially in the U.S., the Delta variant, while everybody is literally being told to go back to work. Like, I'm being told to go back to work starting next week.
1: That I don't get either. I don't understand why people need to go back to work. Uh, I I will say,
2: well, that's the thing. Like, Like, why do you have to be there? Because they want to pretend that everything is okay so people go to do the other things. Like, go to theaters, go to restaurants. Like, it's all about money, and it's... You know, landlords need their rent, all that bullshit. And they have to have a justification, so they have to tell everybody that it's safe to go back. Right. We're all basically just expendable, I think.
1: Oh, fuck, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, yes, oh, yes, 100%. Yeah. 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 NFTs prove that.
2: <laughs> <This> is, <laughs> right. Like, we that are and- those fucking pickles <laughs> is basically <laughs> yeah. the point
1: like there's too much money out there people are already rich they just want to they want to see us out there fighting and killing each other so they can get a little a little bit richer you know that's actually a pretty good time let's have a little bit of a break and we'll come back and talk more ufo bullshit and this terrible underwhelming report that has and there's tiwi's fan (laughs) right on cue (laughs) we'll be back right after the break
2: I feel like my life is out of control.
1: My cat went missing. Anyone help find her? Where do you go when you die? Where are my keys? Way box, world.
2: I have a strange feeling that there's more to life than meets the eye. That everything is an illusion.
1: And that makes me feel. Very,
2: very empty. What should I do?
0: Where should I go?
1: Way box carpet world.
0: I need answers.
1: Way box carpet world. Everywhere on the corner of Main and 7th. If you don't see it,
0: you don't need it.
1: All right, so we're we're back we're back on this on the on the dog is that a word? We're back on the dog. <laughs> it is now. Get off my dog! <laughs> we're back on the dog, <laughs> chasing down, dog. chasing down this UAP UFO report, and 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 really just talking shit about it because it deserves to be talked sh- shit of. Yeah, uh, sure does. And let's also I want to talk about uh, the reactions because. Uh you probably don't listen, you guys aren't aren't reading a lot of the the paranormal, weird web pages out there. I try to I try to stay on top of it because that's you know that's my main job in life. Mm -hmm. And all I'm seeing are headlines saying like they're kind of effusive in the sense of like it's real. You know, the report the 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 UF the government says the 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 lights and the UFOs are real, just maybe not aliens. Um I feel like that's it says nothing. <laughs> report right. Literally says it
0: nothing. Says nothing.
1: <laughs> yes. It exactly. And I feel like they're they're trying to maybe like bump it up, but then you get to the fact that it's only six pages. I I, I never really get get to that point where I'm like, okay. Well they, by the way, did you mention it's, it's 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 six pages, not nine pages? Six pages okay. <laughs> of just bullet points and just bland, just like probablys, maybe's, catchalls, yeah. others. Um, Lou Elizondo actually came out and said it was a watershed moment called this a oh, geez, watershed yeah. moment i mean he has a vested interest he's he's one of the uh dirt bags that i think is is trying to profit off of this at first he was before he was like they're gonna they're gonna water it down they're not gonna put out the real stuff and now he's calling it a watershed moment um because it's like oh shit whoo we can i can my, my gravy train can keep going um, you know like because that's this is how he makes his money now is on on this kind of shit. He goes on TV shows and says, "I used to work in the this special secret program, and uFOs are real and they' they're not telling you anything. This gives Lou Elizondo a little bit more cover. It helps him out because it just gives him the kind of breathing room to talk about i mean he he never says anything i'll I'll just say that Lou Elizondo never says a goddamn thing he always Maybe he raes. <laughs> well, that's the thing. The, the government actually says he's, he's never worked for, for these programs. That might be called complete bullshit um, because Harry Reid said he actually was debriefed by him. Um, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, he probably wasn't in these programs. I don't know to what degree he, he had involvement. And he did say – he did suggested in a different interview that he had – Well, he actually—that's the thing. He he doesn't say anything. He lets it's opaque. Someone asked him if he had any involvement in this upcoming report, and he said, "Well, you know what? I don't want—I don't mean to be evasive, but I'm going to let the U.S. government tell you if I've had any involvement in this report." And I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) like that. What kind of (laughs) answer is that? I mean, he's just trying to cover cover his ass. But that's what he says for every question. Usually, when you ask him, like, "So, Lou, tell me right now." Did you see uh, a UFO in you know a certain date? Well, I can't tell you that's classified. But what I can't tell you is that these machines are from like the planet Serpo or whatever. You know, and I'm like, wait,
0: what? <laughs> <laughs>
1: like, just give me a like, give me the like answer that question. Don't don't read off your fan fiction. I know I went off on a little bit of tangent there on Lou Elizondo. It's had it was, it was just sitting on my chest. I had to get it off.
0: <laughs> well, that makes sense. I mean. Uh... George Knapp wrote on his Facebook page it's nine pages, pretty underwhelming or something along those lines. so I think that the the feeling is similar so
1: yeah I your, uh, your
0: favorite person George Knapp.
1: I know I, I he's he's the other guy that's out there. well it's th- that's actually thanks for bringing up Knapp because I, I lump him into what I call the Bigelow Mafia, like the T, huh the tea? Bigelow T. Oh, I didn't know there was such a thing as Bigelow, Because <laughs> see, here in Las Vegas, Tiwi, Robert Bigelow is a a UFO mogul. Uh, he actually made all his money off of uh, the Budget Suites chain. He became a billionaire. And then he started, like, but he always had this kind of side hustle where he was uh, shilling UFO stuff. He's actually the guy who created Coast to Coast AM, if you want to think about it in the sense that, Originally, he hired George Knapp to do this radio show called Area 2000, then Knapp enlisted or Art came to, I don't know exactly how Art got involved, but Art Bell eventually began hosting Area 2000. He then said, well, I'm going to change it to Dreamland, and then he jumped ship and created Coast to Coast. Initially, Bigelow was his, his, his primary source of money. Like, Bigelow was the single sponsor of the show, and, uh... And so I always ask, like, why? Like, why Why does he shovel money into these projects? Um, because then after Area 2000, he created NIDS, which is the uh, National Institute of Discovery Science. And that's when he bought Skinwalker Ranch, and he poured tons of money into this – which sounds like a myth. If you read ever read George Knapp's book on the Skinwalker Ranch – it's nothing it's kind of like he wrote 300 pages of nothing uh, uh, whereas at least you get you can read this one quickly of six pages and it's like oh, okay so you have nothing George Knapp gave you and Col- Colm Kelleher uh offered 300 pages of just like fluff and bullshit but Bigelow has been behind all these little incidents and I see a kind of a an olive branch to the Bigelow's of the world out there. Because in the last page of information, page seven, uh, where they say the heading is uh, explaining UAP will require analytic collection and resource investment. uh, The very last thing is that the UAPTF has indicated that additional funding for research and development could further the future study of the topics laid out in this report, which to me sounds like Hey, Robert Bigelow, you need more money for your bullshits? After the the, uh, ATIP program, I think it was $20, $22 million, um, was given, parceled out to people, one of those people being Robert Bigelow, who was going to study, quote unquote, um, exotic materials recovered from UFO crash sites. Now, we've never heard anything. We've never gotten reports about these exotic materials. Um, We don't even know if they exist. If there are exotic materials or some bullshit that, you know, it's just some kind of way of of moving black money around of uh, like, okay, yeah, we'll call them UFOs. And it's just a pit. It's just a money pit. And so uh, I feel like that that right there, this program, this uh, UAPTF is actually just a kind of like a black budget filter for people like Bigelow to just like make extra extra a little extra side cash. Probably as part of a disinformation campaign. Now I sound like a nutcase.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, you know what? Can I just so, so
0: totally interrupt? Now you? you sound like a nutcase. Good.
2: Guys, point.
1: guys, 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 guys. I'm gonna sound like a nutcase. Um, Good. So I just was dilute like- my dude. Dude, dilute my crazy. <laughs> Okay,
2: while you were going on and just prattling on and on and on, I went to the National UFO Reporting Database, and right. just recently, a fucking UFO was reported in Nampa, Idaho, that was triangular. Flo- it was literally yeah, like in mine. May,
1: in May. Yeah, how would you know that? Because I follow this shit. Uh, yeah. In fact, if you if you keep- <laughs> hey, you, you have a problem, <laughs> if you actually follow that 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 sighting, it actually yeah. tracks it across like to Oregon and then to Washington.
2: Shit, dude. It says, and they said this, it was big too. Three football. Oh my God. It looked like it was half the size of a town. Holy shit. This is dark at
1: Lake, near Lake Lowell, too.
2: Yeah. It says it was traveling from Caldwell towards Boise. Oh my God. This is
1: totally like. But here's the catch if you actually go through each of the actual reports as they kind of as it, as it tracks across, the object changes. Like, or because people Uh. describe it variously as a triangle, then sometimes a cylinder, Mm -hmm. sometimes a ball. So it's like. This is kind of one of those challenges, I would say that they uh, uh, the challenges of collecting data is yeah. what is reliable data and like like whose eyewitness account counts, you know, like more than other? How do you weigh those? because some people are better at, you know, understanding things in the sky. Take Elon Musk's stupid ass fucking <laughs> satellites. Uh, there was several weeks or months where there would be a new, headline out saying oh look at these fucking crazy things in the sky video shows ufos and it's just the skylink satellites that happened in in vegas that happened in indiana two cops shot a video of it um and and over and over again people started now people are kind of getting used to it kind of like if you see a satellite in the sky this you people are like okay that's a satellite i get it um but the Starlink things are a little different because of some kind of blink. They kind of like do a, a weird shimmery thing through the skies. they snake through the through the through the sky. Um, so it's weird. But, you know, other people just don't know what they're looking at all the time. People, I've talked to people, adults, who don't even know what, like, common satellites look like in the sky. They didn't know you could see satellites in the sky. Um, I'm like, okay, well, if you saw one, then that would probably freak you out. You know, you'd probably report that as UFO. I don't know. Wow, this is cool. <laughs> Sorry, you're going through the <laughs> yeah because the there's like the star
2: Idaho, some of a disc. I'm just impressed that it's like
1: literally the same place.
2: Yeah, and like it looks from what they describe, it sounds very similar.
1: Are you saying to your to your experience to my
2: experience? Yeah, I thought so you I'm said like, that
1: yours was a copper disc.
2: It is, but they said the size.
1: Yeah. And the speed? Well, no, yours. No, like, was it wasn't. Hovering. It wasn't a
2: disc. It wasn't a disc.
1: Was it a? Triangle? It was cop.
2: I'm pretty sure it was like triangular. I actually
1: reported it, so it should be on here. <laughs> Did you report? You reported to that database? Yeah. Oh, that would be a find. You should find that. La- the last thing I want to get on about this is, uh, kind of following on the reactions thing, um, is that I was very, very eager to hear. What coast to coast was going to actually what their take was going to be on this? Because honestly, this is their beat. This has to probably be one of their biggest stories, even if it is just six pages of nonsense. I really wanted to see what their take was. And uh, what do you, Jax? What do you think that they 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 did for this big big ass reveal? This big watershed moment, as Luis Elizondo puts it. Nothing. Practically nothing. Oh. Um, first, Nori wasn't even in the chair. Um, it was one of the, the, the B hosts, uh-huh. the guest hosts. Um, and two, they brought on the most boring ass son of a bitch. Like he he's not a name that like I'm familiar with. I'm not really super deep in ufology, but I know quite a few of the names and I'm like, who the hell is this guy? Even the woman the, the host who, who introduced him says, Well, he hasn't been on the show for like a decade. Um, <laughs> like and he was their kind of their disclosure expert. And it was the it was the most boring thing I ever heard. I literally stopped listening and I started trying to find other other uh, other shows because um, I was like, "Wow, like this this is your beat and you screwed it. This is like your story." Now I'm I'm assuming I'll I'll listen when we get off here and see if they actually you know J- Nori should be back or maybe J- George Knapp is on the mic. He does he is a a, a fabulous uh, Coast to Coast host. I will give him that. He's probably second in my book to to Art Bell. Um, that's where he deserves, he, yeah, that's where he shines, but, um, if they're not doing anything, if they're not following on this story, and, like, like, I mean, this should be their big story, I'm just, I'm just, I I was just appalled last night, when, it, when uh, they pretty much just shit the bed.
0: I'm actually really surprised that that's the case, I have to say, because you're right, this is their beat, like, we all anybody who's listened to Coast to Coast for any number of years has that story of driving through wherever the desert or something in the middle of the night, listening to some guy talk about some some saucers that he's seen and being scared to death. Like this is their beat, right?
1: It, yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I'll, I'll leave it there. A lot of rants today, but we it's been a it's been a while since we had a show, so I've got a lot of rants in me. <laughs> um, get them all out. Get them all out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, get them out. Um, Sounds like a good point to uh, to close out with UFOs. I feel like everyone's been disappointed, uh, you know.
0: Understand. Whatever.
1: Yeah, huge understatement for disappointment, but uh, hopefully, of course, it, obviously, it's gonna still be out there as an issue, and I'm sure I, I await even even more underwhelming news in the future. So, uh, with that, we'll be back right after the break.
0: One in four Americans believe human contact with alien creatures has actually occurred. If you're among the many, now meet the people who've met the aliens. I want the public to know that uh, we definitely did see this uh, flying saucer. The Discovery Channel presents Farewell, Good Brothers. It's the kind of movie that gets you thinking. I'm totally convinced that there is a conspiracy. Offbeat, irreverent you will enter the strange world of mysterious government conspiracies and unbelievably close encounters. How many trips have you made to outer space? Well, I'd say 350 or a few more. If I ever see any of these other aliens... Director Robert Stone's UFO masterpiece is the cult film of the 90s. If you believe in close encounters... Get Farewell Good Brothers. To order your gift copy of this UFO classic for only $29.95, call 1-800-628-3100 with your credit card ready. What a great movie.
1: This past week was big on news that wasn't really news to a lot of people and big news to a few diehard nerds. We were hit one more time by the bygone queen of bubblegum, Britney Spears, who lobbed bombs with explosive courtroom testimony eviscerating all the people involved in her conservatorship. In so doing, she also sent a virtual high-five to the Free Britney Conspiracy Theorists, who have been her most prominent supporters and champions for ending the conservatorship.
0: There is no evidence of a conspiracy. There's a military plot to take over the government. You've been asking questions about things you know nothing about. Someone else knows, okay? I mean, it's just... The day it's oil, right? You're
2: nine months from now, I don't think there'll be an electorate, let alone an election.
0: There will be no questions.
1: So, Tiwi, I think we... Everyone who's been on the, the Free Britney campaign... Mm-hmm. Was a, a little shocked. I would say a little shocked. We finally heard from her, and she's a little pissed off. Correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't wasn't the la- in the last conservatorship um, trial, whatever court hearing? Didn't she kind of come out and kind of refuse to really give any of the free Britney people red meat? She, didn't she almost kind of say like, oh, she's fine?
2: No, I don't think she said that she was fine. Um, I don't think she's allowed to say anything. To be honest, I think that was kind of the issue. She's not allowed to speak to anyone, really. Like they control everything she does, every message she puts out.
1: Right, and also uh, from what she, the what the the gist of what she, what I got is that it, she's been playing ball, hoping that they wouldn't punish her because yeah. every time she does something, they punish. Exactly. Her. So t- first of all. What was your? Give me your your take on the the leaked audio.
2: My take is that how is this legal? It just sounds like she's a slave, like actual slavery. Like she's, well, okay, that's that's maybe a little hyperbolic. Luxury slavery because she does live <laughs> right. in a nice house. But <laughs> mental. If you think about like what you could do to someone's like psyche, like that part is incredibly abusive like they're trying to humiliate her they purposefully make her go to a therapist that's like in a public area so paparazzi can see her upset um they basically punish her by adding more sessions it sounds like um they changed her meds without warning abruptly to
0: lithium too like the lithium how do you yeah go on it's to like, lithium
2: it sounds a- like um It just sounds like abuse, like, but, like, textbook abuse. Like, that would be, if that was an elderly person, you'd be like, that's elder abuse. Like, I don't know how you could possibly get away with that legally. Like, even if she was fucking, like, batshit crazy, which I I know that's, like, a horrible thing to say nowadays, you know, say batshit crazy. But even if she was, like, let's say, actually unable to function. Like, very severely impaired. um, Then, like...
1: She wouldn't be able to have these performances. She wouldn't be able to make money. It right. It's like an ipso facto. Yeah. Like if you're that impaired, how could you possibly be expected to have a residency in Vegas? Right. Like you know, trained like dancers. She, she could. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. It, that's I, I. I was the same way. I was just like, wait, how is it possible for her to be a prisoner in? Uh, this situation when it seems like she may very well have some, you know, mental impairments sure. of some sort or, or just but like, nothing that requires this She has bipolar, she, bipolar yeah. disorder. Right. But, but yeah, people, free people have bipolar, bipolar disorder. Yeah. Um, she... People don't get <laughs> thrown into conserva- conservatory, conservatory, whatever it's called. They don't get thrown into this kind of living prison yeah. because they have some treatable, Mental Yeah. Illness. And also,
2: like, being mentally ill, like, that's actually a right. Like, you're allowed to be mentally ill. You can't – typically, you cannot, like, force someone to take medication unless – I mean, you can do it for, like, what, 72 hours if they're, you know, at risk of harming themselves or others, but that's about it. After that, like, unfortunately for some families, whatever – they have the right to refuse to take medication. But it sounds like she doesn't. It sounds like she doesn't have the right to do anything. She doesn't even have the right to take right. out her IUD, which I think a lot of that sounds fucked people up. are like, wow, that's like forced sterilization. Right. It's crazy.
1: Jax, maybe you would also know this question. So I know that. In situations where, say, listen, say, like an old scion billionaire is going through dementia, like the chill, or maybe he's not, maybe he's just acting erratically and spending all his billions of dollars. He's just one last bucket list, you know, like I, I, you can't take it with you kind of thing, spending his fortune. The heirs, the presumed heirs of that fortune get a little like, wait a second, that's my money, what are you doing? And then they go and try to pursue some kind of judgment saying, oh, okay, he's losing his mind. Did, does that happen? I, I I feel like I heard that case, but that could have also just been from a um,
0: law and order. What do you call that? Law and order. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that like I, yeah, it does happen, but I mean the bar is super high, and like the the notion that she's able to stand in court and like express herself and and. And basically tell the court what her feelings are and what she wants to have happen. And like mm-hmm. simple things like I want to get in the car with my boyfriend and have him drive me somewhere. The fact that she's That's able insane. to express that <laughs> leads me to believe that the bar isn't met. That like at some point somewhere along the lines, a judicial officer was like, you know what? She is. She, she needs. We need to press pause on her for a minute and let let other people take care of her finances and so that she doesn't ruin herself and that's cool like that's totally fine but like we're a decade we're more than a decade later the fact that she Mm -hmm. the she sounded
2: terrified of the assessments which i think is pretty telling like they obviously are using psychological shit on her like you'll fail anything if you fuck with people
0: right and I, i think that like her um she is cognizant of what's going on around her to the point and she can make independent decisions that are rational and the, that fact alone leads to, to me means there shouldn't be a conservatorship more like the old man who's like blown his money like if he can meet that bar it's his fucking money he can blow yeah, he like can it, blow it, it is what it wants. is <laughs> what really pissed me off about this more than I think the the um, IUD was hearing her basically say like I didn't want to do these shows, but if I didn't do the shows, they would send me to, you know, a psychiatrist, and then they change my. Like I know that I've been in jobs that I just fucking hated. Like I want nothing to do with this job anymore. It's drudgery to be able to go to go into work th- that day, and I never want to do it again. And it's like freeing, and so to to not have the the opportunity to be like. You can go get fucked with your stupid, with your stupid, uh, concert. I'm not going to do that. To not have that opportunity, that makes me really sad. Like, and I know that we're talking about Britney Spears, but like, that is, that's some bullshit right there. The
2: person, yeah. And,
0: and it is this, this nonsense of there's a, there's a, she described it very well, and that—that's another reason why I'm like, there's no reason for this conservatorship. She described her situation very well, and that's there's a microeconomy attached to Britney Spears that is funding a hell of a lot of people. That is that is basically mm-hmm. a bunch of people's um, ability to make money. It's their income is Britney Spears, and so the fact that she's under this um, legal requirement to to basically jump when 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 she's told the to jump, they're they're just going to milk that as long as they can,
1: right? Because like, what's the what's the incentive not to? Like, what person willfully just says, "Oh, I'm getting paid"? Because that's the other thing she, she mentioned too is the fact that there's no explanation for why some people, some, some of these doctors are getting billed sixty four thousand dollars or whatever the 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 bill was, some exorbitant amount of money. They're just saying, okay. I see a cash cow. Sure, yeah. Fucking, uh, here's the check. Yeah. Or here's the bill. Send me the check. And so everyone's, I feel like, a part of it. And who, who willfully just says, okay, no. Uh, I'd rather, I'd rather send this away, right? Because you know.
0: Well, it sounds like that attorney who she's got, um, who's an assigned attorney to her. Um, it sounds like he has been one of those people who has been. Right, uh, being like I need to operate in your best interest, and that's you know that's great, uh, but at the same time, like he hasn't filled out the paperwork, like he hasn't filed a petition to terminate the conservatorship. So, like this is the right. beginning. This isn't like the end. Like she has a she has a long road ahead of her.
1: And why explain that though? I feel like that's why, that was my kind of the other question. Is like after this massive explosion of emotion and and you know anger from britney the judge still just can't say oh okay well shit you know i i mean she has to go they just have to jump through more hoops Yeah. so
0: a judge is a referee i mean at the end of the day a judge is a referee i don't know what this hearing was for like i couldn't figure out what the hearing was for but um if if the person doesn't ask you know if the person doesn't ask in the right way to do the Mm -hmm. thing that they want done it's not going to get done. The judge isn't going to act um, without being requ- – without the request being put in. So,
1: But the judge is the ultimate arbiter of yes or no on conservatorship, isn't she? Yeah,
0: but I mean you have to ask. I mean you have to ask to unwind the conservatorship.
1: Now let's consider the fact – consider the idea that her her minders, her controllers, her, her prison keepers, that they disagree and they refuse to they definitely push do. these <laughs> – these, these these ideas forward despite her fact she's she's mentioned it let's just say like you said there's a re, there's, there could be a, re, a nefarious reason why the, the her attorney court appointed attorney has not put in the paperwork but it could just be that like I don't know he was waiting for a, a more st- a stronger appeal for him to do it yeah but let's say say on the nefarious end that he just says nah I, I don't think it's in her best interest so I'm not gonna do it
0: you don't work in your clients best interest you work in their stated interest so you, you, your client says, "I want to take the case to trial. I want to end the conservatorship. I want, and you know, they're looking at twenty years in prison, and they have a deal on the table for thirty days, but they want to take the case to trial. You take the case to trial. You don't work in their best interest. Is what it is. So when she asks, he does it. He has to. That's his job. Um, he could lose his license if he doesn't do that. It's
2: very paternalistic right now. Why
0: Name that? another entertainer who's who's not who doesn't have a vagina." who um, has his mom maintaining his funds and, and making sure that right. he does all everything that that he's supposed to do it's very paternalistic it's insane yeah. it's like it's like we're back in like the 1860s where or or even like the early 19th century where uh, a a woman has a free thought in her mind and and they're like whoa yeah
2: whoa
0: Pump the, Hysteria. F- pump the That's fucking <laughs> brakes and get your so, ass into a nunnery.
1: And let's put your dad in charge. Let's put a man in charge.
0: Her dress. dad,
2: who, by the way, it's like she obviously has no relationship with. Like she's never had a good yeah. relationship with him. Her mom doesn't even – her mom actually is in support of her ending the conservatorship. But she just wants her to have the adequate support that she needs. Like she probably has some mental illness. But like millions of people have mental illness and they're fully functional. And she obviously is fully functional she should be able to act as a free person
1: <laughs> like totally right and that's the other thing too is that financially too even if she is mentally ill she's allowed to allowed. blow her own fucking yeah. money like right. that's like like that's that's her right it doesn't matter if like you want a piece of that and you think you deserve it sorry you didn't make yeah. it um so, yeah, it's just such a weird little world. They're probably uh, going to
2: pilfer all her money if it ends anyways cuz they're so sketchy.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're probably near the end they'll try to figure out some way of kind of out. uh yeah. yeah. They're probably doing that now. Transfer the money.
2: So, just to put this into conspiracy territory. Someone pointed out that a lawyer who acted on the original conservatorship case was also the same lawyer that apparently was retained by the Kardashians during Kanye West's recent, like, trip to Montana, where they tried to force a doctor to get him somehow. Interesting. So, Interesting. and now they're getting divorced. So, I think somebody else saw maybe a conservatorship happening. <laughs> In their their eyes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't quite work I mean, out. it's
1: a new business. It, it's now a new business tactic of like, okay, let's go find these rich folks yeah. like who would seem somehow incapacitated in some in a believable yeah. way, and and we'll just find figure out a way of using this system, this conservatorship system, to you know drain their money. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I yeah. Like that. I will say. Uh, it's, sticking with the conser- or the conspiracy theory idea uh let's give this one let's give, give a nice round of applause to free Britney, which started out as just some bogus fucking uh conspiracy theory that you know some true. i think a few women just just kind of came up with after watching some instagram videos
0: yeah and they were right they were right, were right. She's they a were right. <laughs> yeah she's a prisoner like it's crazy she's a prisoner it's crazy yeah. uh, it's
2: like they're probably she Probably like punishing her
0: right now
1: too, right? Yeah, I I, I do wonder. I, do, I at the same time do I think that wouldn't you think that this would be the last? Like the, this is the the time when you try to overcorrect on the opposite side because uh, maybe you think there's a there's an opportunity to. Be part of that second phase, She's Like, okay? Well, let's end the conservatorship, but how about I be your manager? <laughs> you know, like my, your fiduciary manager or something. I don't know, um, because the gravy train's ending. I feel like they're they're like, oh shit, we got to figure other if we can't drain it, like you know literally just bail money out into a different, like, slush fund, um, maybe we can They'll somehow get on They'll probably just force her to, like, sign
2: contracts. They'll be like, okay, you're, you're of legal... Sound. Well, I guess they're the conservators right now, but they're going to scare her. I feel like th- she's obviously scared. She sounded terrified. She sounded terrified. So they're going to do some shit. I,
1: I, I got the sense of anger. I, I got like, just this sense of rage that, but th- that she's now, and a sense of kind of, like, almost hope in the sense of, like, oh, shit, I didn't know I could do this. Yeah. And I'm finally, like, ready to do this. By the way, fuck all of you. Um, I don't know. So, kind of at the same time, I would say... Angry and scared. Say, <laughs> I also fi- feel like this is, like, a nice moment of hope. Yeah,
2: but what if they don't?
0: This is going to take a long time, though, to unwind, so... If it if it ever does get like on seven years, no, 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 like at least a year. I mean, she's oh, okay. she's in it for a while, though.
1: So she specifically says she doesn't want to have a, a, an evaluation, a psychological evaluation, as a a condition of dissolving the conservatorship. Don't you think that that's going to be the next, the, the big roadblock
0: because. Yeah. I mean, when you talked about the people who, the people who are like controlling the, the conservatorship, they're going to, they're going to paint her as being unstable. And so she has to have some type of answer to that. Um, and an answer to that has to be a, a mental health evaluation. The pr- the, the, what, what, what I go back to is like, these things are shitty. Like mental health evaluations suck. They're, they're, you know, for, for the purposes of court proceedings. They, they suck. But they're also like, the bar is fucking low. Like, I've had people deemed competent who I'm like, are, were you in the same room as I was? Like, the person was talking about receiving messages from another planet. <laughs> like, and they're deemed competent. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But um the bar is low. Uh, and... I think that she's going to. I don't know. I don't see how she could not after after what she did today or or this week. I guess I don't see how she wouldn't be deemed competent
1: because something like that would be it, like put together by an independent group.
0: Hopefully, Correct? I would hope so. I mean, it's <laughs> maybe it's, not
2: necessarily though, and maybe would have. I mean, it's not like unheard of for these. I mean, they're sketchy. I feel like they could just be like everybody wants some money.
1: I don't know. Like yeah, they like they they just pick yeah. their guy. Oh oh, Doctor Roberts, yes, yeah. Doctor Roberts. Uh, I've been working with him for years. Yeah. I can just give him sixty thousand dollars and he'll, he'll he'll keep the gravy train going. Yeah, I don't know. It just this whole thing is pretty fucking bizarre. Um, she has herself a really good uh, movie rights deal in the offing. She sure does. Um, when this finally, when this finally gets. Cause it's such a crazy fucking story. Like just in its in a just this latter part, you know, teen idol, uh, you know, kind of a, a roller coaster, you know, twenties of, of emotions and kind of chaos, and then prison, <laughs> you know, indentured servitude. Right. Uh, in her her last part, um, and then possibly freedom, based on. A handful of conspiracy theorists. Right, right. <laughs> that to me is a you couldn't write that even better. That's a, that's like that's a several seasons of a show. <laughs> so sorry for you, Brittany. I'm sorry for that, that you had to go through that. But uh, I think you're gonna bounce back, have a nice relaxing vacation from all this tedious work that your parents have been forcing. Just on her you. dad,
2: though. I feel like her fa- her mom.
1: She she told her whole family to go cuss off. So I feel like she hasn't been getting that kind of like real strong support because she pointed fingers at everybody. But oh, she has her brother too.
2: I think her brother's in on
1: it. Well, she said like, told them all to cuss off. So, and with that, we'll call that the end of the show. Uh, Far off topic is produced by myself and Tiwi and Jax. You can contact the show uh, on Facebook at Far Off Topic Show and Far Off Topic. On all the other socials, you can reach me via Twitter at Fiasco Jones and TV at TV Said Stuff, Jax at Captain Jax 458. And with that, I will say, so mode it be. So mode it be. So mode it be. <laughs>